Hey, welcome. It is uh, seven minutes after the hour. Pleased to uh, tell you that uh, Scott Van Kirk is on board with us this morning. Uh, he, by the way, co-hosts our national show, Gary on Guns. And uh, we're also joined by Larry Whalen from Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. Yeah. Good morning. Uh, good morning. We're going to go over some of the firearms that you've got on the console. But yeah. uh, before we do that, I got a, a message this morning, or a rather frantic message, uh, from Ron Calzone, MoFirst.org. Uh, this is a guy that really keeps track of what's going on in Jeff City. He's active, uh, and he uh, pointed out to me that there is a HIPAA rule change that is, you know, really a, a reason to 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 hate PDMP for the state of Missouri. So I asked him to come on board. The beauty of radio is you can usually uh, uh, do something like this uh, on the uh, you know on the turn of a dime. So I've got Ron with us now. Ron, welcome. How are you? Good morning. Quite well. I'm looking at this final rule that the Department of Health and Human Services, or the department as they refer to it, is issuing this final rule to modify the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act of 1996. That's the HIPAA Act. Tell me what they've done. Well, what they've done is they've uh, allowed uh, personally identifiable information, that means on both you and I, uh, to be accepted from the normal... HIPAA uh, requirements so that they could expressly use it in the next background check system. And so that means that if there's uh, something in your health records that they can use an excuse as an excuse to keep you from purchasing a firearm, uh, that's available when normally it would have been uh, against uh, some pretty stiff HIPAA penalties. So with PDMP, how does that affect potentially... Uh, my right to own and bear arms. Well, you remember, might remember back in, I think it was 2019, you had President, I'm sorry, the uh, Majority Floor Leader of the Senate, Caleb Rowden, on your program. Yes. And Caleb was explaining that the St. Louis County uh, PDMP program did not have any Second Amendment or Fourth Amendment protections in it. And that he said, he predicted that eventually uh, that data could end up in the hands of the federal government and could be used to deny uh, our right to keep and bear arms. And and he and so he was actually explaining that in an effort to sell a statewide program, which he had hoped would be would provide those protections. Uh, the problem is, is now we see this year's bill uh, that supposedly has those protections in it that says, uh, it's very short, I'll quote it, no patient dispensation information shall be provided to local, state, or federal law enforcement or prosecutorial officials both in-state and out-of-state, or any regulatory board professional or otherwise, for any purposes other than those explicitly set forth in HIPAA. And so it goes on to say that you can't use uh, this this uh, PDMP data to uh, deny someone the right to own a firearm. But the problem is, is right in the bill, it expressly accepts anything that has to do with HIPAA. And so HIPAA now is uh, actually specifically authorizing the use of, da of data uh, to inter interface with the mixed background checks. So what that ultimately means when the rubber meets the road is, is that if you get a pain medication, for example, because you twisted a knee or you, you know, dislocated a shoulder or whatever it might be, and that medication happens to also be used occasionally for something like the mental illness, that has the potential to flag you in the NIC system 
and and prevent you from purchasing a firearm. You see, we've been seeing that sort of thing happening happening with veterans at the VA. Larry, you want to jump in on this? That's um, beyond frightening. I mean, <clears throat> and that's that's why you see, you know, unfortunately, a, a, a lot of veterans suffering from post traumatic stress decide not to seek treatment for fear of this happening to them where where they're you know somehow blackballed from being able to exercise their their second amendment rights um because of a, a because of a diagnosis in their medical records that would then be used as a prohibiting factor in uh in the firearms purchase so yeah it, it's it, it it's not going to make anybody safer it's going to make people less safe is is my fear so this opens well, exactly up the right. So this opens up the door uh, to circumvent any uh, preventative measure in the PDMP uh, legislation in Missouri because now the exemption of HIPAA doesn't really protect you. Hello? Well, that's right, and that's, and that's what they were relying on. They, they were, so we, we would go to committee hearings and we would point out that you can't put anything in state statute that prohibits the federal government from doing what they want to do. But a state statute cannot tell a federal agency that they can't use this data anyway. And so their fallback position is, well, we also have this federal HIPAA law that prevents them from using uh, personally identifiable information in this fashion. But it doesn't. Again, with this rule change, it expressly allows HIPAA to use, um, I'm sorry, allows uh, the NIC system to access and use the uh, data otherwise protected by HIPAA. So now, the, fall, so the, the fallback has fallen down. The fallback is not there. That's right. Now, to to be clear, the the new the rule change to HIPAA is complex, and it's possible that it it in some way does not allow the use of PDMP data. But the point is, is that with a simple rule change, even if the rule doesn't already allow access to PDMP, a simple rule change will allow them that access. And if you guys haven't noticed, we have a new president who has said that by hook or crook, by statute, by uh, stroke of the pen, executive order, whatever it takes, he's going to take our guns away. And and this is an example of one more tool that he has. And if we pass statewide PDMP in Missouri, that tool is augmented. Wow. That's scary as I'll get out. Yeah, it certainly is. Where does it stand right now? I know it's back in the House. Where does it stand? Well, what is the, it? The, um, the primary sponsor of the bill was elected to the Senate this last year, and so now it's her first year in the Senate, and so the, the bill is originating in the Senate this year. Uh, it passed the Senate uh, pretty easily, frankly, and now it, last week it had a hearing in, uh, in the first-level committee that committee met again and they held an executive session when they voted it out end to one we only had one dissenting vote now it has to go to another committee uh, it's called the the rules legislative oversight committee and that committee is chaired by phil christofanelli and uh, they have to pass it on to the next level if they say do pass then in one day it can go to the house of representatives and they can vote it and it and send it to the governor how does the it governor look? has supported this in the past, and, and he would probably sign it. How does it look for the numbers? Have you uh, kind of surveyed the people in this next committee? The next committee is uh, full of uh, pretty constitutionally-minded uh, proponents of gun rights. 
Uh, our good friend Chuck Basie, Representative Chuck Basie, is on that committee as, a, as an example. Uh, I think it's very possible that this committee could decide to stop it dead. Um, that's not, and this is a priority bill for the Senate, for the Senate leadership. It's a priority bill, I believe, for the governor. It's going to take a lot of guts for that committee to stop it. And, you know, lots of times intestinal fortitude can be augmented by phone calls and emails. Who do we call our, just call our, our member of the House? Well, that would be good, but I think it would be uh, better to call them and then also call a legislative oversight committee. If I put a link for them, uh, on, well, it's, you're not on Facebook anymore. What's the best yes, we are. We're on Facebook. You're Gary on Guns okay. on Facebook. Okay. Well, in just a couple of minutes, I'll put a link to that committee, and so you you can see uh, where uh, there'll be contact information for each one of those committee members, and, and you can call them. Send them emails and tell them that you want them to vote do not pass Senate Bill 63. We really, no need, we really need to do this. We really need to accomplish this. This PDMP isn't going to save lives. It's going to cost lives. And it ultimately, I think, is in fact, based on the information I'm seeing here, going to restrict your ability uh, to, uh, to own a firearm if you're getting prescription drugs. Uh, it can be misinterpreted uh, accidentally or on purpose. And uh, it, this thing has got to stop. It just has to stop. And I think if we can stop it now, it may not come back. Ron Calzone is with MoFirst.org. Look for it at the Carry On Guns Facebook page. We'll put it up there. Uh, and call these people and tell them, no, do not pass this. Ron, thank you for uh, spending a few minutes with us on very short notice this morning. Always glad to do it. All right. Ron Calzone, org. Handful of firearms here. Let's find out what Larry Whalen brought. We'll do that next on Gary on Guns on Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. It is 22 minutes after the hour. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Scott Van Kirk on board with us this morning. And uh, so, by the way, is Larry Whalen from Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. And uh, if you just joined us, we uh, were talking with Ron Calzone a couple of minutes ago about uh, this new uh, uh, change in the HIPAA regulations that uh, threatens your privacy and right to own firearms, uh, at least it, it appears to us that it does, uh, with this PDMP. And so uh, hopefully we will very uh, shortly get uh, a list of people to contact uh, to try and stop this PDMP rule from going through, uh, because I think it really does represent a threat. In the meantime, while well, you can still buy firearms in the political left uh, and some members on the political right, if you want to call them that, uh, let's find out which ones you can get if you were to head over to Modern Arms. At the Brown gotta, Station location. Yeah, yeah, we got a few guns. But before I talk about those, I do want to say not only do we need to uh, con contact our representatives about the PDMP, but coming up on April the 28th, uh, this coming Wednesday, uh, uh, 10 o'clock to noon, the annual gun rights rally is going on in Jefferson City. And uh, we're close enough, folks. We need to get uh, get, our, get our friends down there, bring friends and family to the gun rights rally on April the 28th, 10 a.m. to noon at the Capitol. So. You know, the, the anti-gun people have a way of showing up en masse. Yep. And they do things like wear a particular color T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Or makes something. the numbers look bigger, makes it look more united. Sure, yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, and we need to do that kind of thing. We need to 
You're buying us all T-shirts? That's awesome, Gary. That's right. <laughs> I, X large or large tall, whichever yeah. way you go. I, you know, I, I, hadn't, <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Uh, Brian, <laughs> let's see what kind me. of deal we can get on T-shirts for everybody. Yeah. But, yeah, gun rights rally is coming up this um, this Wednesday. So if, you, if you're in the mid-Missouri area, make plans to attend. It's, and, and, and everyone who's... Um, there's probably going to be a few people listening that are not going to like what I'm about to say. Say it. But uh, when you show up for the gun rights rally, yeah, um, let's try business casual. That's a great idea. A nice set of nice set of khakis or yeah. a decent pair of really nice pair of jeans like and a polo going, shirt. Yeah, you're like you're actually going to something serious. Let's yeah. not have any plate carriers. Yeah, I let's don't not think have that's any really the place for that. Let's yeah. not have any open carry. Mm-hmm. Let's not have any photo ops for those who do not like us. Yes. Let's let's just go make and, it boring for the uh, right. Make it incredibly boring yeah. for yeah. the photogs and let's let's make it what let's make it into what it really is and what it should be and that is a professional looking expression of of what we ex- what we want our elected representatives to do for us. Yep. That's a great advice. Thank you. I agree with that. Brian can you, Ron Calzone did send us the link. Um says call and email the Rules Legislative Oversight Committee. Uh but I think if we post it it gets better uh, it's more easily accessible. Okay. It doesn't disappear. Can we put that up on we Facebook? We can, yes. I appreciate that. All right. Okay, back, back to the guns. To the, yeah. where, where would I find these guns, Larry? Oh, over at Modern Arms at the Brown Station location. Excellent. Are you going to put these those guns back and, together and before you bring them back to Modern Arms? Oh, I'm going yeah. to see which parts are interchangeable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guarantee all these guns. I don't know if that was the, even, I don't know even, if that was the parts flying across the room or <laughs> just really excited about guns. <laughs> <laughs> or my favorite, why not both? Why not both? <laughs> That's what I said. No, it could be both. <laughs> All right, let's take that first one. Okay, uh, so we, we brought the uh, the Glock 26 in a uh, a, a standard um, you know the ubiquitous gun, the Glock 26 subcompact, been around for years. Yep, and uh, you know proven proven technology. Uh, just a, a great, uh, great product. This is the the Gen Three. If we're going to apply the okay, the, sure. They're, they're still in production on on the the brand new gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this sells at five ninety five for the Glock twenty six. Um, standard ten round capacity. Is that right on the twenty six? Standard ten round capacity, but given its size, it will it will take both Glock nineteen and Glock seventeen magazines for yes. and a enhanced capacity. Because yeah, to get you the 15 or 17 yeah, rounds, yeah. the 33-round sticks fit That's in this right. gun. It, it, takes um, every, it takes every one of its Big Brothers magazines yep. um, to enhance its ability to, to uh, carry a little more ammunition. Yeah, pretty proven technology, the Glock. I carried, um, one for, I carried a 26 for years. Yeah, um, and uh, and, and uh, handling this one, I, I kind of missed my 26. You know, it's, it's certainly thicker than the new uh, micro guns, but it... It allows a good grip on the gun. Some, oh, yeah. of the, some of the small guns are so thin, so slim, they become harder and harder to shoot. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this is a size that's uh, uh, easily concealable in mm-hmm. most any, any circumstance mm-hmm. and uh, a, a great tool. Certainly hard use, proven technology. Um, yeah, we're, we're glad to have some Glocks on the wall. All right, there you go. Yeah. And it's, you can't go wrong with Glock. I mean, everybody's got Glock. Everybody has Glock. And just because they're popular, don't hate them. They're great guns. <laughs> <laughs> don't be a hater. They fill their. They. Uh, if you have to say, if you have to sum up what Glock is, is it? It does its job. Yes. Very well. Very well. Very well. Yeah. 
But the CZ. The CZ. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping I can get out of here with this one without having to tangle, yeah. tangle with Scott. Yeah. Um, so the CZ75, this is the SPO1 Shadow. Shadow. So it's a steel frame um, CZ75. It can be carried cocked and safe, so it has a manual safety. It is double action, so it can be uh, fired uh, double action or single action. Beautiful adjustable sights, high-vis fiber optic front sight, accessory rail, the Picatinny rail below the barrel. It is a wonderful feeling gun, and the trigger on this one is amazing. CZ USA, based out of Kansas City, Missouri, also has a custom shop in Mesa, Arizona. And this is one of the uh, Mesa, Arizona uh, marked guns, which just has a lot better trigger than standard production guns. I am on record as soon as Larry handed me this firearm, and I've never... Um, That's for sale, Scott. That, yeah, you, can, for sale. you can buy that I can one. buy yeah, this you today. Purchase, you could can purchase, purchase this yeah. today. Yeah, exchange um, of money. An exchange Not of... a gift. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just spell it out for you. <laughs> I don't know what you're implying, yeah, Larry. Yeah, not a gift. I don't know what you're implying. <laughs> it's for sale. Yeah. I will tell you that this is really a very very nice gun and i have not spent a lot of time with cz uh 75 style firearms and this double action trigger it's like a tuned revolver it is it's, it's actually nice. to be honest with you it's a little bit better <laughs> it's a little bit better than a well-tuned revolver yeah. because it'll you know, eliminate the the whole rotation of the cylinder and everything else that's connected with that uh process mm -hmm. And this thing is phenomenal. Yeah, if this, it's a neat pistol. Now, this is actually a, a clean-used gun that we took in on Oh, and I can't believe that either and, because um, this thing looks brand new. Yeah, it's um, you know, it, it's a value at fourteen eighty-five. Uh, it's an right. expensive gun, right? Uh, but it's a great gun. It would be a, a competition um, four, dream. Fourteen. Uh, fourteen eighty-five. Fourteen eighty-five. So if you go in and you ask for Scott's price, oh, twenty-seven hundred. Yeah, gonna say it's, uh... it's going to be a little bit more. So uh, don't ask for the Scott discount. Don't even mention. Never it. ask for Van Kirk discount. That's right. Don't even mention that you know me. All right. Let me just <laughs> let me just point out. I, I know that the polymer guns are a lot easier to carry, but there is just something about a steel gun that I, I like shooting them better. Indeed. Uh, and uh, this CZ seventy-five. Wow. All right. Back with more firearms, Larry Whalen from Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. And Scott Van Kirk on Gary and Guns Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. It is 35 minutes after the hour. Ron Calzone's post is up at Gary on Guns on Facebook. And he has uh, included, uh, if you look at his second comment, a link to everybody on the Rules Committee and their email address. Please contact them and tell them uh, that you want to kill... SB63, do not pass SB63. Uh, all the details are there. Go to the Gary on Guns Facebook page, uh, collect the email address, and start sending out the message because this really needs to stop. Larry Wayland is with us from Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. And Scott Van Kirk on board. He's a, a firearms trainer, former law enforcement, and a co host on, on the national show. And uh, for Gary on guns, and uh, we're not out of Glocks yet. No, no, we got more Glocks. Oh, I got to um, put the CZ down. Yeah, don't he, I? Uh, well, yeah, we're going <laughs> to yeah. talk about the Glock forty eight. Yeah, you're going to need a tire iron to get that yeah, CZ out of his hand. It's for sale, Scott. Not a not for a gift. Sale. Not a oh, gift. This would be like one so of the, we brought this would in be one of the best gifts I ever received, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> not a, not a gift. So we brought in the Glock forty eight. 
uh, which is a, um, a another one of our used guns. But, you know, the good part about buying a gun at Modern Arms, uh, even new or used, we stand behind them because you can't stand in front of them. If, uh, whenever we sell a used firearm, we do uh, give it an unconditional warranty that it works properly. Uh, if for some reason we uh, miss something on our evaluation, that's not our buyer's responsibility. Bring it back to the store. We will fix it or buy it back at the price you paid. Um, and if there is a rare exception to that, it would be a historic weapon, and we will make that very clear at the time. Sure. But uh, across the board, all of our used guns come with that uh, unconditional warranty that we've, uh, we're have we going to sell you a good gun. So this that's, actually, that's actually better than buying a new gun because I go right back to you. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, a new gun, you got to deal with the factory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and, and that's, that's what we'll end up doing with yeah. it is, is sending it back to the factory mm-hmm. to deal with it. But our customers shouldn't have to go through that. That, that problem if there was a manufacturer's defect. Um, so well, this, this Glock is, 48. How, how much is this? Uh, that is the two-tone Glock 48 with night sights priced at four ninety nine dollars as yep. a clean used gun. I was going to point out that it had an upgrade on sights because these are what, Meprolites? Uh, Ameriglows. Ameriglows, yep. okay. That's this the, is good. The, yeah. the factory upgrades from Glock, the Ameriglow sights. Uh, so it is the um, the silver finish slide and the uh, the black finish frame. So it's a, the two-tone gun. Uh, beautiful, very shootable. Um, this is a, a product I think Glock introduced last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, only, it's, it's the gun that... Everyone, even if you're not a you know a rah rah Glock guy, this is literally what everyone has been asking Glock to make. Yes, for the last twenty years. Yeah, a single stack nineteen is, yeah. is what it is. Yeah. The measurements. <laughs> so it's it's thinner than a Glock nineteen. It holds ten rounds in the in the magazine, and um, it is shootable by the most widest. Right. Every hand shape right. fits this gun. Right. Uh, it, it fits everybody. It's it's a very shootable firearm. Uh, because it is that kind of mid-size, it's still very manageable on recoil. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody that, that is a shooter should be able to fire this gun right. with, with no troubles. And I'm always hesitant to be like, oh, what gun should I get? What's the best gun? And this and everything else related because, you know, firearm choice is very much a personal, yeah. you know, we like what we like and things like that. But if I have to... If I get if you back me into a corner, um, where I'm like, no, that I need a recommendation on what firearm I get, <laughs> and and if it's a situation where firearms are available, yeah. I will recommend the 48 yeah. because it's it's the best of everything that Glock does. I think so, but with with rare exception, the, I, I would I would say the Glock 43X, the other gun on the counter. So the the, the 48 and the 43X are are sisters. Right. Um, and the difference is the barrel and slide right. length. Yep. It's the exact same grip frame. We brought in a brand new Glock 43X. Uh, again, 9mm. This is priced at $525. It has Glock's standard ball and box white you know white dot sight right. um but which is easy this, this would is, be my pick of if i could only have one I, I would probably buy the 43x okay. a little bit shorter barrel it is going to have a measurable velocity difference between that three quarters of inch right. barrel um measurable or appreciable i go mm-hmm. there a lot yes there's a difference no it doesn't matter um most shooters will never realize the advantage of the longer barrel of the 48 mm-hmm. So I, I would default to the 43X, mostly because it's the one I like. And I won't strongly disagree with you on that <laughs> because the 43X, um, given the fact that it is essentially a 19 with a shorter barrel and single stack, it's yeah. the same gun as the 48. The 43X, not the 43, but the 43X and the 48, interchangeable magazines, there's that. And what was a real seller for me, and, uh, of course, now good luck finding them. But there's a company out there called Shield Arms. Oh, yeah. Not to be confused with the Smith & Wesson 
M&P Shield, but Shield Arms that makes a proprietary magazine for the 43X. It takes and, the capacity to 15 rounds, and ex- it's still flush fit. Exactly. It's yeah. exactly the same size as these 10-round magazines that it comes with, but they hold 15 um, to give you that five-round enhancement. Yeah. And um, really, really negates... Um, Ammo envy, capacity yeah. envy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you're not giving up anything at that point to, right. the, to the Glock 19. No, you're giving, not giving up anything to the 19, and it's more concealable. Yeah. All right. Um, let's uh, let me uh, jump in here with a phone call. Uh, Tony is on the line. Tony, welcome. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns. Yeah, I've got a question for you. It has nothing to do with the the Glock, but um, there was a video showing people out in a restaurant enjoying their meal. And some protesters come up and start annoying them. What do you do in a situation like that? If you're in an area where they're defunding the police, you can't call the police. And I thought you guys would come up with something. How do you handle a situation like that? Well, let's check with Scott first, since he is former law enforcement. Scott, what do you uh, recommend? Well, um, I'm going to always default to this answer. If it's, if it's something that you consider to be a potential problem, um, and honestly, I would consider it to be a potential problem. You're going to nope out. Literally, you're going to get up and you're just going to walk out of the restaurant. You're out. You're All done. Right. There's yep. there's only dozens of other places that you can um, get a meal. Um, you have other well, that's, prospects that's and everything fair. else. Yeah, that's not fair to me or to the, the Fairness has nothing to do with it, sir. How do you diffuse that situation? You don't, sir. It's just leaving. You just leave. You just leave. Because here's the thing. There's nothing. If you view it to be that much of a problem, that you view it to be a threat, and honestly, I would. Um, that would freak the heck out of me. Yep. Um, nothing that you're about to express from a, from a, gosh darn, it's my right to sit in this restaurant. Gosh darn, it's, it's the restaurant's right to serve me. Or any other argument that you can make to me that outweighs the fact that this potentially is very dangerous for myself and even more importantly for the people that I care about that I happen to be in the restaurant with. So I'm out. Those protesters have gone out of their way to go and target this location or you as an individual. They've already pre-planned that. Mm -hmm. I don't know what else and what magnitude they've planned it to. I'm going to... Literally the only response that you have that isn't the one they want... Is, is nope. to leave. Nope. I'm nope. out. I'm out. Nope. Okay. Good advice, guys. Thank you. Yep. All right, Tony. Thank you. I can appreciate the the frustration in Tony's voice. Oh, so voice. can I. So can I, Gary. Yeah. But it's not worth it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm probably going to go ahead and run the video on my way out. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna create my narrative also. Absolutely. Um, if I ever needed that, I would already have that video running um, mm-hmm. to to you know just show what my exit looked like. All right. Uh, back with more and to wrap it up on Gary on Guns, we got Scott Van Kirk in and Larry Whalen from Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. On Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. It is 48 minutes after the hour. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Uh, on the Facebook page, Gary on Guns, Ron Calzone has given us all the pertinent information so that we can contact the Legislative Oversight Committee and tell them not to pass the PDMP rule, uh, especially now that the HIPAA rule has been changed. And it potentially can be used against you uh, if you're, you know, on pain medication. By all means, go to the Facebook page, Gary on Guns. There is a complete list of all of the members, all of their email addresses, 
and start spreading the news. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Scott Van Kirk with us, as is Larry Whalen. Larry Whalen, of course, from Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location. Where we've talked about a, a series of firearms that he brought into the studio that you can buy uh, at uh, Modern Arms. At the Brown Station location? location. Am I supposed to say it then, too? Yeah. Well, I every, thought you were supposed to say it all the time. Every time. I do now. Every, I, the, even when every I'm, time. And, yeah. the, and the bell of the ball is this CZ75SP01 Shadow. Shadow Custom. Shadow. What yes. evil lurks in the hearts of men. Yes, like the guy who's trying to steal that gun. Now, put it down. It's for sale, Scott. It's for sale. Put it down. I would, if I were I'd put it back in the, ba uh, in the bag there, buddy, because yeah. uh, Scott's fingers are all, I mean, really. Anyway, what I want to point out is that uh, Larry goes to great lengths to make sure when you buy a firearm from him, yes. you at least can purchase... A, a box of ammo, a box of caliber-specific ammo. We do still have uh, a supply of that set back. Uh, I don't have, you know, 9mm on the shelf for sale today, but if you buy a 9mm pistol from me, I can sell you a box of 50 rounds of, uh, of ammo for that. Um, and if you need six boxes, I can sell you six guns. <laughs> <laughs> So accommodating. Yeah, you know, ammo's ammo's in short supply, and uh, it's our ongoing struggle to um, to get products as well as as ammunition. Uh, we have it on order with all of our distributors nationwide, waiting on products to arrive. There, there you go, Larry. But, Those are the um, three guns that you brought in. Um, so <laughs> Those are three of the guns. We that should I brought be, in. we should be good to go we'll bring now. Bring in the the shadow. Yeah. Oh, the a, you know I didn't see it because it's <laughs> it's an all black it's gun over here in the dark, and yeah. it uh, it just sort of. Shadow. It's, it uh, sort of blended in to the yeah. countertop. Blended right into your holster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is a nice, nice freaking gun. You deserve a nice gun like that, Scott. I, I you, do. You, you should buy yourself I, I'm one. worth, I treat most, I need to treat myself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. <laughs> show, them, show them that American Express card, Tom. Go ahead. Oh, wow. I'll give the American Express card back. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Only, only, uh, only the, the well-off like yourself, Gary, have those American <laughs> Express cards. Mine yeah. still says Visa on it. <laughs> oh, we take Visa. Yeah, that'll work. You can use that at, at, at Modern Arms. Uh, all right. Uh, this is a potentially stupid idea. Of course, it comes from the political left. Protection of Lawful Commerce in Arms Act, which was passed back in 2005. And what it does is it protects businesses from being sued over third-party actions. So if somebody goes into a Smitty's gun shop, buys a gun, and then subsequently uses it to shoot somebody or rob a bank or whatever... Smitty's Gun Shop isn't held responsible. Because they didn't commit a crime? <laughs> well, I mean, you, that would make sense to me. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I just State the obvious. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Smitty's Gun Shop has, uh, has to go, uh, has to offer, a, or has to uh, take a Nick's check on every firearm they sell. Mm -hmm. So it is, according to the federal government, a legal lawful sale yep. and safe to sell to this person. But they go out and they commit a crime. And what the Protection of Lawful Commerce in Arms Act does is it says you can't come back and sue Smitty's Gun Store. Well, there's a Democrat in Colorado. His name is Jason Crow, and he is pushing to repeal that piece of legislation. Now, the whole point of this, because they can't out-and-out out ban firearms, is to try to make it as impossible as they can to sell guns. And if you, you know, you go to court on an issue like this, even if you prevail, 
the cost of protection, the, the, the cost of that defense is phenomenal. And if you could get insurance for that, the insurance would be phenomenal. Ergo, the price of the firearms would go up. These people are desperately anti-Second Amendment. And, Larry, they're coming after you. Oh, indeed. And, you know, I, I might be looking for work in, in any, any day now when, uh, when the federal government makes some, uh, you know, stroke of a pen, um, new law out of, out of thin air without going through a legislative process. Um, it, it's frightening as all get out. But, you know, would that same, um, uh, would that same law be applied to uh, Ford? Oh, absolutely. When, when somebody crashes a car and and commits a you know a a drives into a, a group of of pedestrians with a car intentionally, uh, is Ford then on the hook because they sold the they made they made the car? Mm -hmm. It you know the the or, criminal act was was committed by the by the criminal, right. not the person that or, or any other criminal act. So you yeah. have uh, drunk driving fatalities. Yeah. You have reckless and inattentive driving fatalities. You have any number of other things related to traffic, quote-unquote, traffic crimes that result in someone's death. Yeah. So now do we then go after the the vehicle manufacturer? No one's talking about that. Yeah, the state made the road. Oh, well, let's go after the state because they're culpable, too. They made the road. They made it, you know, they, they basically encouraged the activity by creating a road. And good God, given the state of our roads, you can almost <laughs> make a case for that. <laughs> You certainly can when it comes to uh, flat tires and uh, bent rims. Yeah. But but this is this is just another attack for them to go after the firearms industry. And and and, and here's one, here's one of the things and this one just occurred to me as an expression and I hopefully I'm I'm not subconsciously stealing it from some somebody else. The anti-gunners are always thinking strategically, the long game. Yeah. And unfortunately, oftentimes those of us in the pro-Second Amendment uh, community are only thinking tactically. We're only thinking about the engagement that is right in front of us. We are not thinking about the long game. It's true. Well, the other lesson that I think we need to learn, and I've talked about this on the Monday through Friday show, is that the left never stop. They never stop you beat them and you think it's over but no nope, nope. you've won the battle and that's what i mean by the they're they're thinking strategically they're thinking about the war we're only thinking about the battle right uh brian where do we have uh, for time left what's uh, where about a uh, minute and a half all right i'm going to get philip's call in here uh very quickly philip we've only got 90 seconds so uh, fire away pardon the expression. real quick question good morning to you guys just wondering the uh, democrat from colorado I wonder if he's doing this kind of in retaliation uh, towards uh, Representative Lauren Balbert, who's also from Colorado and is a big gun proponent and Second Amendment proponent. Well, I don't know if he's doing it specifically to go after her, but he is definitely going after gun dealers. If that's sure. if that's his target, he's he's really not hitting her as much as he's hitting uh, every gun dealer in the country. Right, right. But just something that popped in my head, you know, with her being a freshman representative and, and everything, and she's trying to stand up for, you know, those of us who uh, are for the Second Amendment and our gun rights and such, and he's thinking, well, I'm going to kind of uh, quell her and, and put her in her place sort of thing. Yep. Philip, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I was going to get her on the program. 
Uh, I started with the national show, and I ran it past my co-host. I said, this woman owns a restaurant in, in Rifle, actually, Colorado. Actually, what I, I my suggestion, I think, was to send me on location. No, no, no. Colorado that was not, that was to not your restaurant that and was do some not, interviews. That was not your recommendation. <laughs> That's my recommendation now. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, so... Now, of course, uh, the whole world is trying to get her on the program, uh, and it's uh, challenging to get her on board. But she is a great representative when it comes to the Second Amendment. Uh, she had witnessed a shooting in front of her restaurant, uh, started carrying a gun, then all of her wait staff started carrying guns. And see, I could interview the wait staff. Yeah. Boom, right there. That's good Wait. radio. That's good radio. Uh -huh. Send Scott to a bar to interview armed waitresses. <laughs> Boom, yeah, that's good radio. Better to send a rabbit to deliver a leaf of lettuce. Head on over to Modern Arms at, at the, the Brown, Brown Station, Station location. location. You bet. Scott Van Kirk, thank you, too, for being with us. Whatever it is in life that you want, go on and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. You seize the day. Carpe diem. Gwen, baby, honey, I am coming home.